Hey everyone, this is Cassandra. Welcome to another episode on Luminous Star. I certainly hope everyone is doing well. Thank you guys so much for being with me today or tonight. And wherever you are right now, I certainly hope you are taking care of yourself as well as each other. You know, your loved ones want you all healthy and happy, right? Well, you know, the narcissist not so much, but definitely your loved ones want you healthy and happy. So I certainly hope you are doing well. Okay, so today I'm going to be talking about how the narcissist often will make threats to leave the relationship or to abandon the relationship. Please check the description box below for the details to today's episode. And again, thank you so much for your time. Okay, so has the narcissist ever said something like, if you don't, someone else will? Don't they just have the gall (laughs) to do that from time to time? And you might be wondering, well, would it be so bad? Would it be so bad not to be the primary source supplier for once? You know, have you ever challenged yourself to become okay with not being the one who is a narcissist, you know, source supplier? Maybe for a change, okay, the narcissist shouldn't be the one to, pardon me, you, maybe you, for a change, maybe you shouldn't be the one the narcissist is overly dependent on for source supply, right? Okay, so should your narcissist choose to threaten to abandon the relationship, this can become an excellent opportunity to become Hoover resistant, right? So, you know, more than likely, it will be challenging at first to see the benefit of your narcissist choosing to seek out new sources of supply, But with practice, this is something that you can achieve to success. You're not displaying your personal growth by accepting, you know, that the narcissist is pulling shenanigans and you're co-signing that. That's not a way to demonstrate your growth. But hey, you know, I'm not judging, but I'm just saying that's not going to do it. The narcissist is more than likely going to think they're getting away with it all. So you're displaying perhaps your personal growth by accepting the reality of the situation instead of attempting to manipulate it out of fear or ego or insecurity. So, you know, uh, one of the things that I've learned is that it's difficult to see how the narcissist's foolish behavior could turn out in your favor or in my favor. You know, that was something hard for me to see at one time. But now... (laughs) I don't feel that way anymore. I don't look at it that way anymore. For instance, instead of saying that the narcissist has left, right? Say something like, you know, I want to challenge you all to to start looking at it differently. Look at how they've actually chose to abandon the relationship instead of saying that they left you. No, they abandoned the relationship. They chose not to pull their weight in the relationship. They chose to be irresponsible. Just think about it for a minute. So, you know, it can be difficult to see how the narcissist's foolish behavior could work out in your favor. It's natural to feel afraid of being alone after your narcissist has threatened or has moved to new sources of supply. Okay, so if you decide to learn from their experience by accepting perhaps an emotionally poor investment, guys, that's very powerful. Thriving forward is possible for you, you know, because you're choosing to learn from the situation. You're not looking at it from a victim stance. The narcissist certainly would want you to do that, though. 
because that works out in his or her favor. Because that's sort of like you carrying the weight of that relationship. It's kind of like you're taking on the responsibility of their poor choice to abandon the relationship. But, you know, you must give yourself permission to process that reality that the relationship is not really what you would like it to be. Okay, and perhaps they have moved on to new sources of supply. Process that reality. You know, at first it's not going to feel so good, but as time goes on, you're going to feel a lot more powerful. Okay, your personal power is something that you can choose to experience. But you have to give yourself permission to process the reality that the narcissist relationship may not be the best thing for you. You know, uh, because you're less likely to reinvest in a narcissist relationship. Perhaps uh, after you realize that you're in a narcissist relationship, you're less likely to reinvest not only in a narcissist relationship, but flying monkey clubs. And worse, becoming entangled in a network of third-party situations with more narcissists. Now, what's a flying monkey club? Well, these are the group of individuals that narcissists have chosen to play a dysfunctional role of a flying monkey in order to do their dirty work. Perhaps to try to hoover you back in, right? Or do something else for the narcissist. And after it's all said and done, the narcissist chooses to discard. Now, narcissists have a nasty habit of discarding, don't they? And this goes sometimes double for a flying monkey. So instead of reinvesting or investing in a flying monkey club, you know, or or getting a membership (laughs) to the flying monkey club, you may want to go ahead and just count your blessings, sort of, to speak and say, whew, I'm out of that relationship, right? The narcissist, believe it or not, will even use a flying monkey. And once they're done with him or her, yep, they will discard of them. So the third party situations, right? This can be professional as well as personal. So try not to be that person, right? That will reinvest in such a thing. Because the narcissist actually will get a big kick out of your being in a third-party situation. Now, they don't like the share source supply, but if they cannot be in your life, man, oh man, they would love to hear that you have gotten yourself in another narcissist relationship. Why is that? Because the narcissist often likes to think that he or she controls, if not dominates other people. They like, it's almost like the narcissist gets this perverted pleasure or they get a a lot of amusement out of believing that they can not affect someone, but infect someone, right? What do I mean by that? Let me go a little deeper with this. What I'm getting at is that sometimes narcissists seem to like the thought of getting away with it all when they do something to hurt someone else. But not only that. They seem to get this, to to have this perverted pleasure or amusement of thinking that they have the ability to affect someone's life, to affect or to uh, cause them pain because they won't accept them in their life or they won't be with them or they won't do what the narcissist wants them to do. So the narcissist kind of prides themselves on saying, well, okay, if, the, if I can't have you, for instance, then no one else will have you. Or I can't, you know, they can't seem to 
understand when you have outgrown him or her, that, that you have moved on perhaps. They seem to not really get over that. So it's almost like the narcissist prides themselves on being able to mess things up for you, even if it's at a distance, even if it's indirectly. So hearing about you getting into yet another situation that's not in your favor, they, that suits them just as fine, okay, or just as well. That's okay. If they can't be in in your life wreaking havoc directly, if somebody else is, that's good enough for a narcissist. See, they don't want you to win. That's what that is. So, you know, uh, let's just face it. Most narcissists have new sources of supply long before they choose to discard. Okay, so please note that more than likely, you have more than enough evidence to support your suspicion that he or she is most untrustworthy. Okay, because generally, narcissistic personality reveals that their behavior has left people to conclude that narcissists don't earn respect and they don't, and they often violate the trust of other, others. Okay, so all while processing the goal, okay, pardon me, possessing the goal to accept that your narcissist has perhaps not earned your respect. Okay, just let me, let me, okay, I just kind of tripped up on my words there. Narcissists often will possess the gall to have a strong sense of entitlement, even though they haven't earned your respect, right? And they have violated your trust. But see, they've done, they go, they do this everywhere they go. Not only have they violated your trust, but they have violated the trust of others. They haven't earned your respect. And I bet you, more than likely, they haven't earned the respect of too many others either. Maybe a few, but not many. So they often have the gall to also have a strong sense of entitlement. Even though evidence shows that they haven't earned your respect and they have violated your trust. Let's just let that sink in for a second. I don't know about you guys, but that's just horrible. But narcissists often don't see it this way. Their track record often is very sketchy at best. So if you display signs of this knowledge, don't expect them to hoover. Oh no, they're not going to hoover you back in. Why? Because (laughs) they don't want to take responsibility for the shenanigans that they pulled, for the damages that they have caused. They don't, they don't want to do that. So, you know, after all, you might begin to realize that because you're at your best, you deserve the best. And perhaps the narcissist ain't it. Okay. The narcissist is not in your best interest. Perhaps you have realized this. Congratulations if you have. Okay. So, uh, narcissists, they often have questionable character. But guess what? Even though narcissists have questionable character, they tend not to match the vibe of those who have great character. So again, celebrate that. Pride yourself on that, that you have great character. And perhaps you have been involved with a narcissist who has questionable character. And once again, just a friendly reminder, perhaps you're realizing that you're the best and the narcissist just isn't. (laughs) they're not the best for you 
Okay, narcissists tend to have very sketchy, questionable characters. Okay, uh, so if they start to threaten you with, well, if you don't, somebody else will. Well, you might. <laughs> your response may be, well, okay, I'm all right with that. I'm okay with that. And they might choke on that one. They see they're not very often. Narcissists are not expecting that answer. They don't expect you to say, well, I'm, I'm all right with that. See, they want you to be broken. They want you to boohoo and cry and, you know, just be all torn up over them. But um, one thing that I've learned is that narcissists often are not feeling remorseful for the damages that they cause. So then they may feel a little bit of regret, but remorse, very often they don't feel that. This is something that I want you guys to remember. And that is evil is destined to fail. But the narcissist often, ironically, doesn't see it that way. Okay, just think about all of the things that they pull in order to get things to turn out their way. Right? They often manipulate situations. They often don't think about the cost. They're too busy salivating over the rewards that they think they're going to get out of the situation. But you know, people often gravitate towards what's familiar. Narcissist relationships tend to have subtle signs of codependency. You know, have you ever wondered what a narcissist finds appealing about the toxicity of their relationship? Or it, really, any dysfunctional relationship. What does the narcissist find appealing? I'm going to tell y'all something. One of the things that I learned is that the narcissist is very familiar with volatile relationships. I think that's one of the biggest things that they find appealing about it. They're familiar with it. It works out for them. It turns out in their favor. Why? They like the toxicity. They like the drama. They like all of that. Okay, they like to instigate drama. Just think about it. They they bask in it. They love it. So, you know, the narcissist tends to be very familiar with dysfunctional relationships, if not find it preferable to him or her. So if they're, you know, they're familiar with it, but more than often they are not only familiar, but they're prefer, they find this preferable. They prefer the toxicity. If they, if you picture a narcissist standing in front of, of okay, toxicity and health, which one do you think they're going to choose? They're going to go for the toxicity every time. Because it favors him or her, or so they think. Because they tend to get what they want out of it, as disgusting as that may sound. But there's nothing wrong with you choosing to make a critical analysis of their character. It's actually something that we all, it behooves us all to do when it comes to narcissistic personality. And that is to judge, that's right, to judge their character. Make a critical analysis about their behavior. If you care about yourself, I, I, I think you're going to do that naturally, right? <laughs> but perhaps you don't care about the narcissist relationship enough to judge your narcissist. But you do care about yourself enough to judge their behavior. Okay? There's nothing wrong with choosing to make the critical analysis of their character. They may try to falsely accuse you of judging them. So what? What? And they may even add, if you don't do so-and-so, then somebody else will. And coolly, 
okay, with a cool demeanor, your response may be, yeah, you're, you're probably right about that. <laughs> okay, and, I, and guess what? I'm okay with that. Now, I'm not saying being confrontational and fighting fire with fire. No, but the thing to be cognizant of is that regardless of your narcissist preference of toxic relationships, this has ab- absolutely nothing to do with you. And yeah, again, you have every right to make a critical analysis of their behavior, especially when it leaves you feeling depressed and, you know, angry and pissed off. Yeah. Narcissists often will threaten with, if you don't, somebody else will. Two, number one, remember that the narcissistic personality tends to hold grudges while oftentimes ironically creating false narratives that if given the chance, you're going to treat them the same way that they horribly chose to treat you. Okay, that was a mouthful, but think about it for a minute. Narcissists often live with this fear. It haunts them for a very long time. And that is when they pull shenanigans and they hurt other people, they secretly fear that other people will retaliate. I really blew up that word, right? They often (laughs) fear that people will retaliate. Okay, so... Don't be surprised when the narcissist, should you confront him or her, not to fight fire with fire, but to point something out because you want to have a discussion or you want to settle something or you want to uh, make peace with him or her. Very often, narcissists will avoid that. Why? Because they probably secretly fear that if given the chance, you're going to choose to treat them horribly like they treated you. Okay, so they're going to throw the first punch. See? See? They're going to they're gonna make sure that they're not the victim. They may create the victim, but they're not going to be the victim. But if you don't, you know, if you, if, for instance, if they make the threat of, well, if you don't, somebody else will. And, and your response is, well, I'm all right with that. I'm moving on anyway, right? Then they may feel like that they did something wrong. As, as crazy as that sounds, they may feel like if you don't show signs that you're torn up about them, uh, making other people, no, not making other people, but choosing to settle for someone else supplying them. Now, what I mean by that is sometimes they will settle because sometimes they will go down. They will, instead of upgrading or leveling up, a narcissist may screw with your mind by downgrading with the new source supply. So sometimes they may settle for somebody else being the primary source supplier. Okay, so that's a that's again, that's a mind screw. They may do that. But like I was saying, narcissists, if they don't see any signs that you are torn up about them moving on or getting new source supply, they may feel like they did something wrong. And they may feel like that they're the victim and not you. You see what I'm saying? So <laughs> very often narcissists will have this fear and it will haunt them for a long time. Okay, that you're if given a chance, you were you're gonna do them the same way that they did you. Tool number two: consider starting a healthy lifestyle by keeping a daily healthy meal vlog. Some of you have seen some of my videos I've done lately about the healthy meals, right? The meal preps that I have. Okay, I've done plenty of videos about healthy meals over the years, right? But just recently, I started comprising these videos in a playlist. Hope you check those out of some daily healthy meal ideas. Now, 
What do I mean by keeping a daily meal vlog? Well, this is what I do. I will write down what I'm eating, when I eat it, and how I feel afterwards. Because when we start to consume people, places, and things, it alters our moods. This goes double when it comes down to the narcissist relationship. Just think about it. You're consuming that relationship. We all consume everything around us. Energetically, we are left drained because of the narcissist relationship, right? So consider incorporating a healthier lifestyle by perhaps keeping a daily healthy meal vlog. I challenge you to do this, right? So this way you can start to see and narrow down perhaps what's not, what's not good for you and what is good for you. What's working for you and what doesn't work for you. Narcissists, okay, well, I'll put it like this. Narcissist relationships often come with an element of malevolence and other forms of hostility that can lead to sorrow, depression, sadness, anger, okay? so Because your overall health could be compromised just from having the experience of a narcissist relationship, yet alone the aftermath of it. Tool number three, seek opportunities to become Hoover resistant as soon as you discover that you are in a narcissist relationship that reveals to be without resolution. Perhaps after multiple attempts on your part, narcissists don't like peace. They often are about the control, not the connection. The narcissist often doesn't want healthy relationships. They may not say this, but just look at their actions, which often speaks louder than words. Okay, so once you accept that you are outgrowing the narcissist relationship, you've not only, pardon me, after you have accepted that you are outgrown the narcissist relationship, you're not obligated to wait for anyone or anyone else. Okay, anyone or any, I mean, really, you're, you're not obligated to wait for anyone to change their heart or their mind about you, especially if you have given them fair warning that you are outgrowing the relationship. That's fair, Right. If somebody doesn't want to take you seriously, that's on them. The narcissist often doesn't take people seriously when they are being shown that they are, uh, the person is outgrowing the relationship. The narcissist tends to have blinders on. They tend to be sleepy at the wheel. Okay, so the best revenge against a narcissist is your growth, which displays your ability to be self-controlled. Narcissists often think that the best way to go is to try to control somebody else. Okay, they often don't see how the sweetest revenge is to be self-controlled. Okay, the narcissist often tries to control, if not dominate their relationships. So don't be surprised if they often threaten you with, well, if you don't, somebody else will. (laughs) Sometimes you can just, you know, perhaps go ahead and, and take that in stride. It's not about you having to take anything. So let me reword that. Sometimes it's just best to have a different perspective about that. For instance, when the narcissist moves on to new supply, that is an excellent time to seek out opportunities to become Hoover resistant. Okay? So you can go ahead and make sure that you're not in reinvesting in a relationship with a narcissist. Yet alone, end up in a third-party situation with another narcissist. Narcissists often like a network of third-party situationships because it often gives them what they want out of the situation. So don't be surprised when the narcissist threatens you with, if you don't, somebody else will, especially when you start to show signs of outgrowing the relationship. But should they move on to new supply, 
make sure that you are going to be Hoover resistant, verified. So if they start to sniff back around and they're trying to Hoover you back in, they're not going to be able to Hoover you back in because you have moved on. See, you saw the writing on the wall. You scale back and you see the big picture or you saw the big picture and you decided that the narcissist just isn't the best for you. You are at your best and you want the best, right? So the narcissist just ain't it, boo, <laughs> right? <laughs> Perhaps you may look at the narcissist and say, well, you ain't it, boo. So guess what? You may need to get busy with the boo-hoo, okay? So the narcissist may be left crying you an ocean, perhaps, right? <laughs> so the narcissist, they often don't think that anyone is going to see the writing on the wall. They don't think anyone is going to figure them out. Very often, narcissists, they make that mistake and thinking and believing that they're going to always get their way, but it doesn't turn out that way. Okay, but you get, again, you can't tell the narcissist that. So uh, when you become Hoover resistant verified, there are three things to look out for. Number one, you are no longer interested in reinvesting in the narcissist relationship. Number two, you're not looking for the narcissist to validate you anymore. You're simply not interested. Number three, you can see or tell that the narcissist never in the first place wanted the connection. I'll put it like that. They didn't want, you recognize this now. That's the third thing to look out for. When that reality really, really hits you and you and you just let it sink in. Now you may have a couple of good cries about it, but when you really, when you take off that rose colored glasses or the rose colored glasses and you scale back and you see, wow, okay, this, this relationship was doomed from the start. Because the narcissist never wanted the connection. They never invested in the relationship to begin with to make sure that the connection would take place. They were about the control from day one. So those are the three things to look out for, which will have you to see that you have become Hoover resistant, verified. The narcissist will not be able to Hoover you back in should they attempt to do so later on. Sometimes narcissists take years before they attempt to Hoover you back in. But once you see the writing on the wall and once you realize that you deserve the best, you're no longer available for the shenanigans. You're not co-signing the narcissist shenanigans anymore. So, so if they if they threaten, well, if you don't, somebody else will. Well, you can be cool as a cucumber and respond with, so be it. Okay? And then you know, just smile. And, okay. So be it. Some people say it's better that somebody else is experiencing the narcissist's wrath than they are. This may be true for you. I don't know. But I can tell you something. And that's this. The narcissist will often not change Okay, they don't like change. So just because they move on to new supply doesn't mean that that person is going to get the best of your narcissist. It may look like that at first, but no. The narcissist is often looking out for numero uno. So that way they can get the source supply. So if the narcissist threatens with, if you don't, somebody else will, once again, you can make sure 
that you take that opportunity, should they move on to new supply, to become Hoover resistant verified. I'm Cassandra. I certainly hope that something I said in this episode is food for your soul and brings you some peace of mind. And of course, inspiring you to continue to thrive forward past narcissistic relationships. Until next time, take care of yourself and each other.